Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is episode 94, Mind Control, Brainwashing, and more. And as always, uh, we'll do a meta-healing on protection and discerning from mind control and brainwashing and more. This is a very special podcast for me. Okay? And by the way, this is uh, Moss Mechanics, say part three. Okay, I've done Moss Mechanics part one and two, which can be found on the website, mossajati.com. There's a lot of people who are very new to me. And this is one of the reasons uh, why I am doing this podcast on, say, mind control, brainwashing, uh, hypnotism, NLP, uh, because a lot of people who are coming on, listening to me, this is probably the first podcast that they'll hear, uh, and the Moss Mechanics, again, a lot of the information uh, is in the previous podcast, especially uh, podcast one through, say, in the 20s, uh, again, on the mechanics, on, say, how it's different, uh, the logistics and so on. Very, very uh, informative uh, concepts, very different concepts. Okay? Uh, as we grow and expand, and we're growing quite rapidly, uh, more and more, say, mainstream individuals start listening to me, more and more scientific-minded individuals start listening to me, more and more, say, medical-type individuals, you know, doctors or Western medicine uh, type uh, start listening to me. And what they do, since they're not really, say, familiar of what's out there beyond, say, the physical uh, physicalness of this world, right? Especially, say, scientists or medical doctors and so on. Uh, they always need, say, lab results or testing. Uh, and, and a lot of times, uh, you know, those scientists start to believe that, well, uh, you know, if we can't test it, then it's not true. Obviously, that's not true. Right, uh, things like bacteria, organisms, or a lot of things we start to discover have been there for centuries or millions of years before scientists discovered it. Right? So we have to really change that paradigm. But that's for another podcast. Of individuals, right? uh, they start to think that I'm using hypnosis or NLP or some of the other things that have uh, that they're familiar with, and and I want to go through. Uh, and discern or help you define the differences on what I do compared to, say, hypnosis or prayer or any other modality or practice that you might have used or know about, okay? And as always, guys, I'm working on you as I discuss these topics, and that's why you might be, say, feeling a little different okay, as you listen to me. So let's just jump right in. Uh, brainwashing, hypnotism, NLP. Uh, again, those are very physical level frequencies or modalities uh, that people have used throughout the ages to help transform people, help control people. Uh, and these are, say, those modalities or, say, the closest thing uh, to these modalities, you could throw in there, say, witchcraft or voodooism or anything like that, right? And people do, people who believe in those things. Um, uh, they'll equate it to that if they understand that. Uh, it's really none of those because all of those are really, say, physical properties or physical things that we do to transform our lives, 
So let me explain, and I've done this in previous podcasts, but uh, again, a lot of new people who probably won't take time to listen to previous podcasts, they'll listen to this one. But let's start with the physical energy systems, and I'll use this as a uh, through health, okay? Uh, although you can use it through finances or relationships, but what we do in this in, in this scenario is that we try to do this by say eating better. Uh, acupuncture, chiropractor, like Western medicine, surgeries, uh, supplements, prescription drugs, right? Those are all, let's say, the physical components, exercise uh, that we do, right, to improve our health, right? And then we get into the, say, the second level. Uh, and these are, say, the energy systems uh, of the body that we try to, say, uh, adjust or edit, or some people move them around. Okay? I do. I do not do that. By the way, I don't work on energy, okay? uh, and it has been proven. By the way, there's a lot of new scientific evidence that, say, the heart center, uh, your brain center, actually emits waves that are about six feet around you. And I've been talking about this even before, uh, you know, or or parallel to say when these studies came out. Um, so those energy systems, again, are, say, physical energy systems. Uh, let me include a few more. Hypnosis, uh, energy systems of the body, like chakras or the heart and head, uh, how they emit psychic abilities, intuitive abilities, uh, future vision. All those uh, uh, are energy systems of the body. Okay. Uh, and there are people who work on the on you at that level, right? Psychotherapists, psychiatrists, uh, the emotional system, if you want to call it, uh, and then the, uh, again, energy systems or energy healers. Right? You skip a couple layers; uh, these are bridge layers, and then you get into the fifth layer. And at this layer, uh, these are the base levels, right? Or your blueprint levels, uh, or as I like to call it, your source code. Right? If you can edit somebody at these higher levels or your blueprint level, that's where the quick, massive transformations come through in people. Yeah. That's why my abilities or that's why the work that I do have grown so fast because it shows proven results in the physical realm. Okay. So notice this is a top-down model. Right. You shift somebody at your blueprint it produces different frequencies that transform your, say, energy systems. Okay? And then it transforms, say, the physical reality that you have, whether it's in your health, uh, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in your spiritual practice, uh, whether it's your financial abundance. Okay? It all is dictated by uh, your core level frequencies, or again, what I call source code. Some people think that I use brainwashing and hypnotism. No, those are mechanical layers. Although people might go, well, uh, I count down. Isn't that hypnosis? Uh, well, it might be similar to hypnosis, uh, but so is everything, right? There has to be, say, a physical representation uh, no matter what you're doing. Whether it's the physical aspect or physical modality that you're using or, say, the level that I'm at, it has to transform into, say, something physical. So although it might be, say, similar, 
uh, to hypnosis, like counting down or, you know, feeling that your shoulders are getting heavier, right? It, it does parallel hypnosis. However, some of the differences between what I do and then hypnotism is that, well, uh, I can work on you, I can work on a loved one through you and help them transform. And I have done this. It's been proven okay? uh, without that person even knowing. Okay? So I don't have to use hypnosis. Uh, people start to shift, especially in events. Okay? Uh, they come in, uh, they're waiting for me. They've, they come in a little early, they wait for me, and they start to feel different even before I speak a word. Uh, people come into my presence uh, and they hang out with me. They start to shift. Okay? So those are far beyond hypnosis. That's far beyond you know anything that we can do mechanically. Okay? That is just, say, the purest essence of who we are. Basically, I just am. I don't need modalities. Uh, I don't need techniques. Uh, I don't need, say, anything physical here to shift you. Okay? Although I do use physical tools to help you shift faster. Right? So, so, so the same thing, and, and this gets into good and bad, and we're going to be talking about that, by the way. Uh, but I'll br just bring it out here. Uh, well, hypnotism is good or hypnotism is bad or what Moss is doing is hypnotism, so it must be bad. Um, again, you can use a tool, you know, a steak knife to cut a fine piece of meat or you can use it to stab somebody. Uh, again, these are all, say, the physical representations or the physical tools uh, that we use right, uh, to transform us. I just use it from a higher perspective. Let me give you an example uh, of this woman and most of us would think, say, that prayer is good. Right? Uh, I, I don't think anybody out there would go, well, if you pray, uh, then you're doing something wrong. Okay? But this woman, okay, in, her, in her family lineage, okay, uh, they've come from, say, a, a, a religion that's gotten really, really extreme. Okay? Uh, they've got into, say, a religion that... Uh, they get to such a high level in their family lineage that, say, they start to do, use, say, sacrifices, uh, you know, seances and so on like that. So when they start to pray, right, or when she starts to pray, all that information okay, on, say, praying through that, say, wrong way, if you want to put it wrong or right, right, because nobody would want to pray through sacrifices and so on. But that, that's, cre that's created, say, an auric field or a presence. So the way she prays brings back, say, all, say, the heaviness of her family lineage. Some of you who are really, really new, and these are just questions here and there uh, that we've picked up on that people write into, uh, especially when they're new, especially when they're not familiar. Uh, you know, uh, I can pick up on things that uh, people get surprised on. You know, I can go back and go, well, you know, at age 10, this happened to you. At age 12, this happened to you. Uh, at age so-and-so, this happened to you. You know, your your mother might have done this to you. Uh, and this is why you have the issues that you do have today. Okay. So I pick up things that are so accurate. Uh, people start to get scared. 
You know, some people even uh, even think that, you know, oh, he looked up my information on, you know, Google before he met me. Uh, and, and guys, I don't do that. Right. Uh, the information that I talk about uh, probably isn't on Google anyway. So how do I pick that up? Okay. Uh, those are one of the abilities that I've gotten. And by the way, everybody has it. Okay. We just have to say, come into a higher order or understand how this reality works to tap into say the abilities that I have, uh, which you have as well. Let's get into the science, science perspective on say how I tap in. Okay, basically I'm a DNA reader. It's really as simple as that. Uh, if you've done say some studies on how DNA say transforms or shifts uh, as people you know, uh, through generation after generation after generation. Okay? Uh, it's all in your DNA. Uh, in the US, the US scientists call it junk DNA, that 85% or 90% that they think holds nothing. Uh, I truly believe that uh, those are where all the memories, not just of yours, uh, but uh, memories that have been passed down from generations before you come down. I can pick up on those. It's just like a recording device. Uh, and just to give you a solid example, you know, people who people who have been in the war, who've had been oppressed or killed uh, in the war, okay, their downline, okay, future generations, uh, they elicit behaviors that are similar to somebody who's been in war or oppressed by war. Why does that happen? Where did that come from? Right? Those are the physical transformations uh, that are stored in the DNA. Okay? And this is all scientific evidence. Right? So if you can say read, right, because it is somewhere hidden there. Uh, uh, and again, if you can read what's in your DNA, your whole storyline comes through. Uh, I'm a computer programmer by trade. It's having log files. Right? Somewhere within your DNA, there's log files on what happened. Right? Just like a log file, uh, you know, your system crashes, uh, and then you go back to the log file and it goes, oh, at uh, this moment in time, X happened to the computer and that's why it's not working. Okay? See, same thing with this uh, DNA. I can go back in time and go, oh, at this age, this, this event happened uh, and it's corrupted your files and that's why, say, the files that you're, the programs that you're running uh, aren't working the way they should, and that's why your life is the way it is. Okay? Uh, again, very scientific. I want to go deeper on that because some of you, even listening to their website without doing anything else with me, right, without doing the 21 days, uh, the group healings that we do, uh, or anything else, um, some of the side effects okay, is that, People ask me, well, why am I blanking out? Okay, and let me explain in detail why, why people blank out with what I do. Say, for example, you know, I've worked on you, uh, again, just through, through the podcast, uh, the 21-day meta healings or anything else. Um, what happens is that, you know, you're going through your day, right, after you've had a session with me or listening to me, uh, and you, then you start to forget what's going on. Right? You start to get puzzled, uh, you get confused. Right? Those are some of the side effects uh, on, 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 uh, for some individuals. 
and more and more individuals, and that's why I'm bringing this up. Uh, so why does that happen, or why do you know you go and reach, uh, you know, for your keys, or for example, you know, you wake up in the morning and you kind of blank out uh, on what to do the rest, on what to do waking up. You know, you really have to say consciously think about say brushing your teeth or how to brush your teeth. Right. Why do situations like that happen? So, so, and I'll give you an example, a real life example to make it really clear. Right. Say, for example, that, you know, when you're growing up, okay, every morning, right when you woke up, somebody always started to argue, started to fight, you know, they threw things around, right? So every morning you wake up and you dreaded waking up, right? Yeah, you brush your teeth and all you hear is somebody screaming, yelling, slamming doors, okay? And this does happen, by the way, right? So just like Pavlov's dog, right? Uh, you brush your teeth, you know, you're much older, uh, you brush your teeth or you hear the alarm clock, what do you feel? You feel that draining or sinking feeling just like you did in, in a child, uh, as a child, right? It's like, oh God, here we go again, more fighting and screaming, right? You're brushing your teeth. Uh, you get that anxious feeling, right? As you brush your teeth, something very simple. So what happens as I work on you, right? Uh, I go back in time on say when that happened and then delete those files. Right? Associated with say that deletion, right? that file has been say corrupted. Uh, um, so I delete those files. Associated with it is you waking up, uh, you know, you brushing your teeth. So as those files get deleted, you really have to think about, well, what you do when you wake up, okay? Uh, what you do when you brush your teeth. You've done it for X amount of years. But again, if those programming, right, the programming in your brain because it's stored somewhere, those programmings uh, get deleted you really have to be conscious on how to brush your teeth. So it resets that paradigm for you, for example, in the morning where you can wake up uh, and you'll feel refreshed, relaxed, have fun brushing your teeth and getting ready and preparing yourself for the day rather than, say, the distorted uh, connection uh, that you had when you were growing up. Okay? So that's why people, say, draw blanks. Uh, and then there's people who get, say, perplexed or get confused. Uh, and again, it's very similar because the old patterns, okay, the old knee-jerk reactions that people have had, right? If X happens, right, somebody, uh, you know, pulls in front of you, right, you automatically have a response. Where does that response come from, right? If it's not beneficial for you, it'll get deleted, right? for whatever reason it might be. So that gives you the opportunity when X happens, what you do is you are conscious and then you have a response that actually is a benefit for you. Okay? Uh, if you really think about it, if you're really worried about hypnosis, your whole life is, is one big hypnosis session. If you really think about it, do you really consciously think of what you're doing th throughout the day? You really don't. Okay? What I do is, uh, again, delete those files, uh, and then you have to or you get forced into consciously thinking.
thinking about what you're thinking about or what you're doing throughout the day, which puts in or embeds new programming for you, right? This time, uh, you want to be aware of how you're consciously thinking throughout the day as you do those activities. So you have a positive response about uh, around those activities. So they're beneficial for you. Okay. Uh, going deeper, uh, as I work on you, as we clean out more and more and more of those files, right? some people report that, you know, I have no purpose in life, Moss. Before, you know, I had X purpose, I wanted to do something in life, uh, and now I just kind of feel blank and empty. Right? Kind of feels like you're going backwards or the reverse. Uh, not true at all. Okay? But what happens is that most individuals, they have a life's purpose that's not defined uh, as beneficial as it could be for them. Okay? I'm not saying all, but again, most of us, right? Most of people's life purpose comes from, say, religion, society standards, uh, family patterns, family standards, right? Uh, and they're, they're uh, say, programmed or they're created by those filters of what I just talked about. Okay. So your life purpose might be, you know, well, let's take a look at Mother Teresa's uh, life purpose. Very beautiful woman. She, she helped millions of people. But why was, what was her life purpose? What was her objective? Helping millions of people, what was that true purpose? Okay. Uh, I truly believe, just tapping into her, I truly believe that uh, in her family lineage, okay, uh, and it burned really strongly in her, is that uh, she never felt, uh, she felt so guilty. She never felt good enough in her life. Okay. She never felt of, say, service. She could never be good enough in front of, say, her maker's eyes. She was Catholic, right? Um, that she she decided to, I'm going to work, I'm going to help as many people, because that's, say, what any religion says, right? The more people you help, well, the better, uh, you know, you're going to do on the other side or in heaven. Again, whether it's true or not, I'm not here to talk about that. Could be another podcast, though. Uh, but what happens for her, right? She tries to help as many people to resolve, say, the issue that she had. So uh, whether she enjoyed life or not, uh, again, that's not a uh, conversation here. But that's the purpose uh, that we uh, that she did it. Uh, so look at, say, your life purpose. Why are, why are you doing the things that you do? There's a lot of individuals who, say, reach a goal reach a solution uh, that think that, uh, you know, once I say reach this goal or reach this pivotal point in my life, whatever it is, you know, success, making X amount of money, marrying somebody and so on, they reach that and they feel empty. Okay. Uh, and no matter what uh, reason it is, uh, the base reason okay, or the core reason why people feel empty no matter what goal they had uh, or purpose in life that they had, was because it was of a physical endpoint. Okay? Trying to reach a goal, trying to resolve something, try to recover from something, try to, say, rectify a mistake that you did from a previous lifetime or this lifetime, try to pay back somebody, whatever it is. Again, those are all physical representations of what we think our life purpose is here. 
Uh, none of those are true, by the way. Uh, no matter what you tell me physically here, they're not true. Although reaching some of those, say, physical representations obviously will benefit you, okay? that is not your life purpose. Your true life purpose, uh, and I do have other podcasts on this, guys, your true life purpose is understanding that you are of a grander being living here in a physical experience. Okay? You are not a physical being uh, trying to have a spiritual experience. Okay? So it flips it around. Uh, and then it starts to delete or starts to remove, say, the physical, say, identity or representation that you have about your life purpose. Okay? Shortly, okay, it's not that you just go blank forever. Uh, as you start to understand yourself, as you start to flip around, okay, as you start to see, and this does happen to people, okay, they start to see that, wow, I'm much grander uh, than who I thought I was your true life purpose starts to slip into you. Uh, and then uh, and then what happens, the side effects, the beautiful side effects, is that, well, you are a, natural, uh, a naturally happy human being. You're not searching for, if I got X, I'll be happy, because again, uh, there's millions of examples that those things just haven't worked. Right? Um, So your true life purpose starts to find its way in, okay? And then, uh, again, like I said, uh, you're naturally happy. And then you really find your life purpose. Let's go deeper on to, say, some of the questions uh, that people ask, especially people who are, say, trained in hypnosis or hypnotherapy or NLP and so on. Right? They think they're experts at this, and uh, yes, you probably are. Uh, but again, this is none of those. Okay? But although we, there's, we have nothing to relate it to, right? uh, we hone in on something that is similar to it, uh, and then we make mistakes. Okay? So we really have to understand or notice the details. So this question is, when you tap into a group uh, during a meta-healing, uh, how do the group frequencies present themselves? How can you tell who is new to you or, or work? Uh, how do you see subgroups and can you can you differentiate uh, individual spirits and specific frequencies? Yeah. So that's the main question. Uh, and then sub questions of that is, well, you know, in group settings, uh, I hear that, you know, you use embedded commands and waking suggestions that implant fear and doubt, yeah. uh, which is not true. So let me explain the details on what happens. Okay. Uh, if you've ever heard me on, say, um, uh, the group healings that we do, the global healings that I do, right, where I work on people one-on-one, -on -one, right? uh, if you ever hear me on interviews or live events uh, or after the 21 days, sometimes I answer questions, right? Uh, I work on you individually and I go, oh, you know, uh, X happened to you. Yes, you got abused uh, when you were younger, and then they go, yes. You know, they confirm what I see. Okay, uh, in group healings, group meditations, and this is where this question comes from. Uh, I can't do that, right? Uh, I can't. I can't confirm from the hundreds of people. So, I in in group healings, what I do is I uh, I blanket you with uh, 
you know, if we're working on, say, fear, or if we're working on love, or whatever it is, uh, I blanket you uh, uh, with frequencies of, uh, of, say, helping you stay away from fear, right? or frequencies of love. Okay? That's because uh, that's the subject that we're working on. So that's the group frequency uh, that I they generate for you. And then there's subgroups. Okay. Say, say we're working on love. Right? Uh, understanding really true love. Okay? There's subgroups within this group. Okay. Now there's a specific number of people within the group uh, that they 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 the, that they can't feel love because they've been abused. Uh, and then there's uh, there's subgroups uh, of people uh, within this group uh, that well uh, you know for uh, this other reason that they might not feel love is because they never felt deserving okay uh, and so on and so on so when I scan you and I start to generate these frequencies right uh, as I work on you, again, since it's not hypnosis, as I work on you, I go, oh, well, I'm working on a group uh, that's been abused. Right? That resonates with you, then I'm working on you. Since you, they can't confirm, obviously there are groups because I can scan you as a group or individually. Right? And uh, again, there's hundreds of people on these calls. So as I work on these subgroups, right, it's not that I'm embedding you with, say, fear, because uh, there have peop there have been people who do that. You know, it's like, oh, I see dark energies around you, or oh, I see this. You know, let me remove it. That's not what I'm doing, guys. I'm just telling you what I see, and helping you overcome it. Okay, uh, I don't have to implant, say, fear in you. Uh, you've got enough fear, or whatever it is, uh, around you. I don't have to do it. Uh, you know, to help you transform, right? The proof is in the pudding. You do shift, right? It does work for you. That's the important thing. So the way it works is that, say you've always been, uh, well, let me use a child example. You know, you're on your bed. And this, uh, actually, this is my story. Uh, you know, I'm on my bed. Uh, I thought there was monsters underneath my bed. Right? right? And say that there actually are monsters underneath your bed. Okay. Uh, you know, and if I put my hand over the bed, you know, they would grab it. So I'd keep my body, you know, in. Okay. Those monsters are still, say, under your bed. What I do for you is bring a flashlight so we can actually see the monsters. Okay. Uh, they haven't had enough time to clear. Okay. They're in the process of clearing. So you go to another healer, you couldn't get an appointment with me. That's what usually happens. Uh, and again, it doesn't work out well, guys. Uh, I would hang by your, um, hang in there, do the 21 days, to do the podcast, right, to help you clear out. Uh, anyway, uh, you get a little anxious, you know, because all this garbage uh, that was always underneath your bed, now you're actually seeing what's underneath your bed, plain and simple. Okay? People get scared. And then people get scared and then they blame me, you know. Moss worked on me and then now I'm fearful. You, well, you've always been fearful, right? Uh, again, I'm that person that shines that light 
on what was actually underneath your bed so we can clean what's underneath your bed so you can go on uh, you know and go on about your life without getting fearful or scared or abused or uh, whatever issue that you have okay so just to reiterate guys uh, I'm not the one that implants you with anything like that uh, I'm that person that shines the light on you and helps you understand that there's something around you that's not right Okay. That's all I teach, uh, and it's a process of clearing that out. Right? Sometimes there's layers upon layers upon layers, especially if you are fearful, controlled, or controlling. Okay? You've got so much control, so many layers around you, just like an onion. And you have to peel layers upon layers upon layers to get to the point where you can wash that away. So. And while I'm here... Uh, let's go ahead and ex explain, say, uh, the dark energies, dark forces. So let me explain, because uh, I don't know exactly which episode uh, podcast it was on. Uh, I had explained to somebody that, well, you know, the dark forces can help you. And now, you know, the, the, it's out there. It's like Moss uses dark forces to heal you, okay? which isn't true. Okay? So let me explain it from a scientific perspective. Outside of dark energies, dark forces, voodoo, magic, whatever, uh, okay? Because, uh, you know, having things as good or bad, right? This is good for you. This is bad for you. Uh, again, we get into the world that's been created in this physical space. Uh, oh, if you do X, this is, this is bad or good. Uh, that's not true. Right? Uh, anything can be good or bad. Right? Uh, anything can be used for your benefit to help you ascend higher. Okay? In fact, successful individuals, no matter what field they're in, no matter what experience that they have, right, they always use it in a way to benefit them. They always use it in a way to strengthen them. Okay? So that's, that's what it's really about. Okay? So in a sense, uh, there is no really good or bad. Okay? It's just the way you say look at it. Right. There's a lot of things out there that uh, say similar or parallel to what I said. All right. Face your fears. Face your darkness. Right. Right. Overcome your fears. It's all the same. But let me put it in a scientific way away from, you know, good or bad. Okay. Uh, let's get into your immune system. We all have an immune system. It protects us from, say, the bad. Okay. In this case, it's bacteria. Right. Uh, we live in a system that has millions of microorganisms uh, and there's millions that are good, there's millions that are bad. All day long, you breathe it in, you exhale it, right? Uh, you get it from the sun, right? There's good, uh, there's good frequencies of the sun and then there's, say, ultraviolet, x-rays and so on that aren't so good, okay? Luckily, uh, we have a, we have our skin that protects us safe from the sun, the immune system. Uh, yeah, we have a protective layer, right? Uh, again, our uh, our skin that really uh, protects us from, say, the ultraviolet, uh, ultraviolet or other um, uh, frequencies of the sun that aren't beneficial for us. Okay? Same thing with our immune system. Right, we breathe in. If we have a poor immune system or a, or an ill immune system, we're going to be affected by, say, those dark microorganisms that aren't good for us. It just is. Okay. Uh, 
uh, as we get a stronger immune system, right, we're not affected by those organisms that are there. We get stronger and stronger. So what happens, right, is that, say, those dark or bad microorganisms uh, actually help us improve our lives here. We get stronger. If you look at any vaccine, right, uh, antibiotic, um, what do they do? They inject you with a little, you know, say a flu vaccine. Uh, they inject you with a, uh, a smaller dose of uh, a flu. Your body creates antibodies, and then you he you get stronger from it, and then you overcome right that specific uh, strand of flu. So same thing here, right? Whether it's oppression, uh, whether it's getting beat up, whatever it is, right? Say dark forces, if you want to call it that, uh, you start to. Uh, you know, those things start to help us. They strengthen from it so we can overcome it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and, and um, um, if you have any questions, by the way, you can, uh, about this podcast, you can write into mossei at mossajati.com. That's M-A-S-E-I at mossajati.com. Uh, share us your thoughts. And by the way, this is where we get uh, a lot of, uh, podcast suggestions. So we do welcome your thought. Uh, let's jump into the meta healing. What is meta healing? Meta healing is a meditation on steroids that transforms thousands of lives. Whether you're a meditation junkie or failure, this works. I guide you into a very, very deep meditative state and I reprogram you through abilities I was gifted with after my near deaths. I access your admin level and reprogram your spiritual blueprint while you're in meditation. Through exponential intelligence, we combine forces to help achieve your desires. Understanding, protecting yourself from people who actually say hypnotize you. Right? People will get into, uh, well, the previous podcast right, with Will Allen. If you, if you haven't listened to it, it's a fantastic podcast um, on gurus and so on like that. And how to discern from them. Uh, so let's get you. Uh, uh, let's get into a comfortable space, sitting, standing, lying down. And if you're new, highly, highly recommend uh, that you stand up. Go ahead and take a deep breath in. Just noticing where you are, noticing your surroundings, noticing your environment. By your environment, if your eyes are open, just looking around, see where you're sitting, standing, lying down. For example, noticing any sounds coming from my side, coming from your side. Uh, noticing the lighting around the room. Noticing the temperature on your flesh. Uh, if there's any smells around. Uh, anything, uh, what you're, what is supporting you, whether you're sitting, standing, lying down on, is it leather, is it cloth, whatever it is. Again, all the details to bring you into the present moment. Strong breath in again, inhaling through the nose, holding it a second or two. 
and then exhaling, letting go. Acknowledging the group. A lot of people on a call, on this podcast, listening to it, whether it's at the same time or not, doesn't really matter. What it does, it because uh, there's always strength in numbers, it allows us to go further faster. I call it the mastermind group. This is a pure essence of ourselves combined together to break through those blocks that we tend to face in life, uh, to pull out of those ruts that we fall into. And then a strong breath in again. Stop asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Again, the question, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? It's nothing religious or nothing spiritual. It's more of a programming code, like hitting the enter key on, a, on your keyboard to run a program. Very similar. And then we're going to come into the head area. All right, noticing the ears. Both ears at the same time. And then the space between your ears. Now you have your bone structure. Right? Uh, muscles. Tissues. Skin. Hair. And then we can go even deeper. left side of the brain, the right side of the brain, that central brain. Wonderful breath in, nice and strong. Just paying attention to your head. And again, a clarification of hypnosis and what I do. Hypnosis actually tends to, say, remove you from time and bring you back to a previous time, say, where a situation happened to help you release it. Okay. EI's perspective, exponential intelligence perspective, is to bring you into the present so strong by helping you become aware of the present moment. Right? So I ask you to notice in detail where you are, how it feels, all using all your senses that continue to work on you. To bring you in the present so strong, because that's your power moment. It allows you to wash away the dirt, the grime, the experiences that keep you from your brilliance. Much easier, much faster that way. And 
as we get a stronger connection to your higher self, your higher spirit, connected to pure source. All we have to do is breathe in again, nice and strong. Again, just noticing the head space. As we work on you in groups, subgroups. Let's work on your daily ritual or your daily life. So go through the actions. help you realize how much of the time spent per day literally under hypnosis or another way of putting it you're on automatic you're automatically going through life while your brain is somewhere else again hypnosis so pulling you back pulling those reins back in so you start to see what you're doing. You start to experience what's happening to you. So we can be aware of it. And as we take that aware breath in again, as we note, as we become aware, that's the beginning of a transformation. One of the fastest ways to help you shift. Just by noting. Wonderful breath in, nice and strong. And again, just noting your headspace, helping you start to see things beyond the filters that area that you use. Those filters that have been created for ease, now overcoming, taking over your life. That's why we can't, uh, uh, you know, pull out of those ruts that we that I see some of you in.
Beautiful breath in, nice and strong. As you note your breath, as you note your head. Then go ahead and leave you in the space for as long as you'd like. Whenever you're ready to come back even more into the present moment. All you have to do is notice your breath. Open your eyes, look at something inanimate to bring you back this point in time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll see you next time around. Most important thing is notice what you notice.